no one is, 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 is more locked in. From Thursday to Monday, no one is more locked into the NFL than First and Pod. Hosted by Danny Parkins and Andrew Filipponi. So, now I'm going to pick for the Steelers, my hometown team, Brian. And there's like three guys here with the way this draft has unfolded that I think would probably be, or maybe four guys that would be heavily considered for this pick. I think you would have two corners, Deontay Banks, Joey Porter Jr. obviously is a legacy guy. I think your boy Darnell Wright would definitely be in play. And then I think the wild card player who maybe most national people, this is just from being inside the bubble who I think from from following them and talking about them for so many years, who I think would fit them with this pick would be Brian Branch from Alabama. Somebody who can play in the slot corner, be a safety. They don't really have an inside corner. They brought uh, Peterson in. He's an outside guy. They let Cam Sutton walk. He played in the slot a lot. So that's still a need for them at this point. But Brian, I think if it went this way, I think they'd take right. I'm going to steal your guy. I think if it went this Oh, it's a way, no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. I think this no would brainer. be their pick. And you talked me into him possibly playing left because they tried Chooks, Chooks core for it left. It failed miserably in camp, so bad that they had to switch him back to right. But he's only really under contract for one more year. So maybe you start right at left tackle. He beats out more. That's a possibility. I think Dan Moore is a very average tackle. Um... I mean, if the guy was shutting down great SEC edge rushers at that position, I think you could try it and see if he sticks there. And if he doesn't, then move him to right tackle next year. Well, you're gonna... look, look, look what Andy Weidel, who's their personnel director, is doing. He comes from Philadelphia. He was in Baltimore. Trenches. He's building the trenches. Like you, yep. you bring in Isaac Samalo and Nate Herbig. All right. He, he was around when both those guys came to Philadelphia. Like, Samalo is a solid player. Really smart. Um like he's he's the right guard. Nate Herbig started for the Jets last year. He's in really good shape. I see him. He works out right around the corner for me here. Um, like I think I think they got two starting guards. They have to upgrade the offensive line. Like it was, it was just abysmal for much of the season last year. They couldn't run the ball. I felt bad, you know, for Jalen Warren, the rookie. I felt bad for Najee. Like they just there just was no place to go, and it's only going to help Kenny Pickett and everything they want to do. Like, you could easily go, okay, right here. You could easily say, okay, Joey Porter Jr. is there. Like, is there any team that has cares more about the family than oh, the I know. Steelers? Like, it actually drives no. me nuts sometimes. Well, Bill, I mean, there's I like- the rights, you know, and there's the Haywards. I mean, they're right there. Like, you know, there is such that, you know, um, that bond. And I could see I could see that battle in the war room, honestly. And, and Mike and Tomlin would be right in the middle of it. Joey Porter, you know, um, Darnell Wright. I can see that battle raging about what they're going to do because I think that's a hell of a battle. Like, what do you do? Because, I, you know, I know they brought Patrick Peterson in, but I don't know. We all watched Patrick last year. We don't think that. We know he's experienced. He's a good person, good teammate. He'll fit in well with, you know, the veterans there. But, I, you know, they've got to get better at that position. So, um, like, that's a good battle. But, man, I, I really feel that if Darnell Wright is there, they're not going to pass on him. Is Anton Harrison a good enough left tackle where if they were really worried about left versus right, they might prefer him, Baldy? I don't Did think you see so. that? No? No, I, I think that, you know, I, I think he's got to fill out more. I think he's got to be more physical. 
Like he's got the, the physical tools, uh, you know, his size, length, like all that kind of, you know, checks a lot of boxes for guys. I just don't feel like they think he's the physical guy that they need to play Steelers. Because you know, like the way the Steelers think is, you know, um, the standard's a standard. So yep. they want guys that are coming through that tunnel in Baltimore and they're taking the fight to the Ravens. Yeah. They're coming through the tunnel in the jungle. And, you know, you know, there's Cam Hayward. You know, like they've got their guys that are leading them right through the tunnel. You know, TJ, like they've got their guy. And like I feel like I don't know that Anton, and, and I'm not saying he can't do this. I feel like Darnell can do that. Yeah. Like Darnell's like, you know, he's flying the flag. You know, he's he's waving a terrible towel coming out of that tunnel. <laughs> All right. So 18 is the Lions. We had them earlier in this in our first mock draft episode take Richardson, which was more or less, okay, Jalen Carter went the pick before, the way the draft board went, let's sit this guy for a year. Ideally, Richardson watches, doesn't play right away. Goff had such a great year. The year before was more up and down. That's kind of the story of Goff's career. So they took Richardson, a guy who ideally won't really play for them in 2023. So that leaves the draft board still pretty open for them, Baldy, with this 18th pick. So Joey Porter Jr. is out there, and they just got rid of Akuda. And I know they brought in Cam Sutton, and they brought in Emmanuel Mosley. I understand that. Um, I think it's a position of need, no question about it. They weren't good in the secondary last year. I love Kirby yeah. Joseph. He was a good pick. They've dropped a lot of good guys, obviously, defensively. I think they need a defensive tackle, but I don't see Kalijah Kansi going here. Um, but <clears throat> Nolan Smith is really enticing right here. Um, you play in the Dome. You're coming off the edge with four three nine speed. You you've got Aiden on one side. Like I could see Nolan Smith fitting in right here. I can see a tight end fitting in here. But they need a, a day one player. You know, yeah. if you're gonna sit, you're gonna take the luxury pick at six and take the quarterback. You better upgrade the roster with you know number 18 right here. So now I'm torn. Like, do I take Dalton Kincaid right here and improve the passing game, which I think he would, because I think he's a really smooth route runner. And, you know, he's a point scorer. And, you know, so, like, I, I'm I'm a little torn. I could go corner. I could go edge. I could go tight end. I think all those positions are in need right here. And I, I love what Ben Johnson did last year. I love the development of Amon Ross and Brown uh, and what he is doing. Um, But I'm going to go, like, let's keep building this defense. Give me okay. Nolan Smith right here at 18. Like, I think, like, I, I know he's working down down in Atlanta with Chuck Smith, and I talked to Chuck about him. He's raw. Um, he didn't, you know, he didn't, like, nobody puts up numbers at Georgia. It's just you know, the system and the blitzes and what they ask these guys to do. But I think he could turn a corner. And I went, like, I know they drafted a kid out of Jackson State last year, and he was good, Houston. Uh, but he's a spot-duty guy. Um, and you need three. So I feel like Nolan Smith. I'm going to stay with Nolan Smith here. Uh, he's small, though. He's under 240. He'd be, I think, if you go by the numbers, he's going to beef up, but he would be the lightest edge rusher in the NFL at that size, Baldy. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can play base defense. You can move him around. I mean, it's, you know, you got to you got to move him right here, but I just think the plays that he can make off the edge, off that speed, especially playing in a dome where it's just, you know, hopefully Ford Field is rocking next year. You're going to get some jumps. You're going to get some fast starts. Does he starts. play to his speed? Some... 
I mean, the guy had a four three eight forty. Does he play that fast? He's got great movement. I mean, I just you know, I, I can he run a four three eight, turn the corner? No, but I just yeah. see his suddenness and movement. I feel like he can make people miss. I mean, it, it you know the other guy that's in play here. If you want a guy on the edge that fits that bill that you're talking about is Miles Murphy. You go, okay, is Miles Murphy like you know, he played right end at Clemson? Can he just come in there and play right end opposite Aiden? And you just get bookends right there. Like that's a possibility right there. Well, so that gets us to Tampa Bay, who I think would probably also not mind an edge rusher, Todd Bowles, defensive coach. You know, they're really Bali, this team's in a very weird spot, I feel like. I mean, what are they doing? You know, they still have guys who are leftovers from the Brady teams that are Super Bowl guys. You know, now you've got Devin White who wants traded out of there. Um you know, Mike Evans, Levante David. So there's still that veteran Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask are going to duke it out at quarterback. I mean, unless Mayfield's Geno Smith 2.0, it almost feels like they're ticketed for five or six wins. So, I mean, there's a big part of me that would say, I would just look at who the best player available Mm -hmm. is take that guy. But I'm going to go Miles Murphy here too, but I, I don't really... Baldy, what you said about Alabama, of uh, Georgia is true. If you look at like sack numbers and things like that, like all these guys, like no one has the overwhelming number. No, that makes that's why like Jermaine like, Johnson transferred out of Georgia to Florida State. Yeah. He goes, let me go on the edge and rush passers. Like I'm doing all right. these blitzes and contain rushing. And look, Kirby's smarter than me and you combined, Pony. Like <laughs> no offense, but like he's a smart guy, knows what he's doing. But I watch and I go. Man, if you're an edge guy, like, is that where you want to go and play in that yeah. system? Because you're not going to get 10 sacks playing and, in that and, system. And so my my only hesitation with Murphy is that he was such a huge high school recruit. And right from the jump when he was there as a freshman, he looked awesome. And it just seemed like he was the same guy there for three years. And so that would be my, that would be my question with him. Like, why didn't this guy, is it the coaching there? Why didn't a great talent like this from year to year, why didn't the tape get better? Mm. Why is it pretty much a stagnant player? Mm. Guy with a lot of upside and potential, but nothing that makes you say, we're talking about Christian Gonzalez. When he's at Colorado compared to Oregon, different dude. Mm. We didn't see that in Miles Murphy, Baldy. Yeah, and there was a lot of good talent around him, you know, with Breesey and, you know, Trenton Simpson and, you know, uh, you know, I mean, there's a lot Greasy of didn't have a good year, but there was reasons for it. I mean, he had stuff off the field that kind of had him yeah. as a plateau player. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't speak to like the lack of development. I just know that he's got an NFL body. doesn't mean he's going to flourish in the NFL. Plenty of chances to rush the passer at Clemson in that style of defense right there. Um, but like, look, they, they, Tampa has to get younger. Like I could say right here, Osiris Torrance. You know, like it's, if it, like if you take like Tristan Wirfs and put him at left tackle for Donovan Smith, which which might happen, I don't know if that's going to happen. But I I think everybody that watches Tristan play is like like he he's mind boggling good. So if you say okay, let's put Tristan over there, and let's they need a guard badly. I mean, they need an offensive line. Like it, they couldn't run the ball at all. You know, last year they were worse in the league. They like, were. You're right. So you said okay, is is 19 a spot to go take? a guard right here and let's just start building in the trenches brick by brick. And let's try to get Rashad white and whoever's there running back. Let's get these guys going. Let's whoever it's Baker or whether it's, you know, Kyle, like let's send, 
at least let them turn around and hand the ball off and let's let's move some bodies up front. Well, so pick 20 here, Baldy is Seattle. And the Seahawks had such a surprisingly good season. Uh, we've already had them use the Denver pick on Jalen Carter in this draft. So they took a risk on him and said, wow, this guy fell to us at six. Pete Carroll wants to coach him up, put him there, wrap his arms around him, give him a hug, make him feel good about himself. That's the type of Pete Carroll players coach pick that I could see Seattle making. So they start with defense. Would you have them keep going with defense here, Baldy? After that pick, would you go double up on defense? Well, I think I think they still need an edge rusher. You know, I mean, I think they still need somebody that can come off the edge right now. I think the way they drafted last year, uh, Mafe, uh, you know, Colby Bryant, like all the guys they drafted. What a great uh, draft, really, great when you draft. think about it. Was it was a great draft. I mean, just two starting tackles and starting running back. And, you know, I mean, um, I got to meet this year Tariq Woolen quite a bit. Great kid. Kobe, great kid. Like, he's their nickel. Like, they they struck gold. They're, I think they're good at safety. Um, and there's not a safety to take here. But I, I do think there's a need for an edge rusher right now. And I don't know, like, where are you going to go if – if uh, you know, if, if Miles Murphy is here, did you take Miles Murphy? At I did. So How about Will Smith, McDonald? Is gone. Um, I feel like Joe, Joey Porter is still on the board. Like, I feel like the value is too good. Like Pete's all about defense and running the football. Mm-hmm. So um, like they could go offensive line here too. Like they got the two tackles last year. Why not go and get yourself, you know, a stud guard too in um Osiris like you could plug him in there they want to run the ball Pete's never going to change um they want to just feature that like just get bigger I mean Damian Lewis there like whoever's there like I could see them go offensive guard or corner I mean I would I would think Joey Porter if he's still there and he's there at 20 for us I think he's better than an edge rusher right there and then you say okay is he better than Osiris right there because I would have no problem taking Torrance and plugging him and playing him, putting him next to Big Luke and putting him next to Charles Cross over there at left tackle and just fitting him in and go, okay, like let's let's uh, play Pete Carroll kind of football. The, so who are you taking here, Torrance or Porter? I'm going to take Torrance. Baldy. I'm going to okay. take Torrance. Uh, do you feel like Porter's lack of interceptions is a concern? He had one in three years at Penn State. I know. That bug you? Yeah. You look, I, I, when you look at guys, like I, I'm a huge fan of Kevin Byard. So I remember I did a couple middle Tennessee state games. He's the blue Raider. Right. So I was in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and I saw him in college and he had 18 interceptions at middle Tennessee state. And I go, this guy just has a knack for the ball. And look what he's got. He's got 25, 26 interceptions right now, you know, in the NFL, like it travels ball skills travel. And I do feel now, Joey plays a lot of press man coverage. You're not going to get as many shots as, as you do if you're playing, you know, off man zone, that kind of thing. But it is a concern, you know, when you put up one interception and you just don't get your hands on a lot of footballs. Like, it's it's a concern. Baldy, thanks for filling in here. The IQ level of this show <laughs> went up exponentially. 
you know, I can only speak for myself. So we were more, you know, we were going back and forth with the gloves on. But to fill in for Parkins the way that you did, the the, the upside and the upgrade, the reviews are just going to be incredible. Huh, all right. When people realize what a difference you made on this edition of the show. So I know you're super busy this time of year. The fact that you made time for us to do this today okay. is just awesome. So thank you so yeah, much. Thanks Paul. for having me. A lot of fun. These, these drills are good. Picks 21 through 31 on next week's show. All right, Baldy, thank you so much for doing this, brother. Thanks for having me, man. It was a lot of fun. Good, 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 uh, good reps here today. See ya.